You're about to listen to another inspiring word from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. For more information and interaction with House on the Rock, please visit our website on hotr.org.uk. Open your Bibles very quickly to the book of Luke and chapter 7. Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. And we're going to read very quickly verse 11 to verse 19 of Luke chapter 17. Let's rise up on the reading of God's word if you would like. Luke 17, 11 to 19. It says, Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. As you go, the miracle is going to happen. As you obey the prophetic instructions and go in the direction that God is telling you to go, the miracle will happen. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you whole. That's what the original King James translation puts it as. Her faith has made you whole. Hallelujah. The simple um, subject of my meditation this Sunday morning is, I just came back to say thank you. That's all I came to do. I just came back to say thank you. Is there anybody like me under the sound of my voice that just came to church this Sunday morning to say thank you? I don't have no sermon notes. I just came back to say thank you. I'm that one leper that's no longer a leper that decided that it's not enough that God did this in my life. I've got to come back and say thank you. I've got to come back and testify. Is there anybody under the sound of my voice that is ready to give God the thanks for his mercy, for his grace, this Sunday morning, go ahead and lift up his holy name even right now in the name of Jesus. Mighty Father, I yield my members over to you. Take complete control. Speak to me in these few moments and cause there to be an eruption of praise, a shout of joy in the house as regards your goodness and your faithfulness in the mighty name of Jesus. And the people said aloud, amen. As you take your seats, once again say, I just came back to say thank you. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. These ten lepers had obviously heard about Jesus, and when they found that Jesus was near where they were, they started to cry and scream and said, Son of God, Son of man, have mercy upon us. They called out for mercy. Can I prophesy over somebody? 
that you're going to experience the mercy of God like never before in the mighty name of Jesus. But with that mercy is also going to come grace. For we approach the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. You're going to find the grace that you need even in this time in the name of Jesus. They cried unto Jesus, have mercy upon us. In other words, they were saying, God, heal us. God, intervene in our situation. Intervene in our circumstance. Intervene in what we are going through. Deliver us from our pain and our trouble. Help us, Lord Jesus. Have mercy upon us. And Jesus, hearing their cry, answered them and said, Go and show yourselves to the priest. You see, this is often the way that God will function. God will often, in answer to your cry, give you an instruction as regards something that you are meant to do. Because faith without works is dead. The instruction is to ignite your faith, is to tell you, I need you to act in faith. He says, go to the priest. Now, you must realize in that day and age, anybody that was leprous was separated and had to be away from people. And it was the, what you were meant to do if you got cleansed of your lep leprosy, you were meant to now go to the priest who would examine you from top to bottom to confirm that you had indeed been cleansed. So therefore, the instruction, go and show yourself to the priest, was an instruction of act in faith. And this is what God will often do with us. He will often tell us to take actions in faith before the miracle has happened. Because taking the action in faith is proof that you believe that God has done it and will do it. Is there anybody like me under the sound of my voice? So he would tell jo Joshua, step into the Jordan. And as your feet touch the water, then the waters will pass. No, the waters will not pass before you step. I need you to take the step. Somebody needs to step out in faith, even this Sunday morning. If it's you I'm talking about, come and shout, amen. He says, go. He says, go and show yourself to the priest. You know, those lepers could have started arguing amongst themselves. We asked this man to heal us, and he's telling us to go and show ourselves to the priest. If we go and show ourselves to the priest and we aren't healed, we'll be in a lot of trouble. But rather than start to argue with Jesus, they decided to obey. They decided to take that step of faith, for the just shall live by faith faith. I need to encourage somebody this Sunday morning. It's time for you to take that step of faith. Don't let the enemy stop you. Move forward in faith. You heard the testimony this morning. Even when they didn't have enough in their pocket, they still trusted God and moved forward. Even when they got no one time, no two times, no three times, they kept on pressing forward. And then God blew their mind and did far much more than they expected. Can I prophesy to somebody that God is about to blow your mind? He's about to do much more than you expect. He's about to exceed your expectation. For now, be, glory be unto God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above all that we can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that is at work within us. That's 
why we've got to move forward in faith. Do you know how many times I've been tempted to stop because of this and because of that, this trouble, that trouble, this bad report, that bad news or the other, but God told me that the solution is not in you reversing or standing still, but keep on moving forward. Go. Help me tell your neighbor, go, go, go. You've got to keep on stepping forward in faith and the miracle will meet you on the way. And so these 10 lepers agreed and said, let's obey him. Uh, let's just do what he told us to do. And they started to go to meet the priest. And the scripture says, as they went. Can I prophesy to somebody that as you go, as they went, can I tell somebody else that as you go, as you obey, as you give, as you keep on keeping on, as you keep on serving, as you go, as you continue to do what the Lord has told you to do. It says, as they went, they were cleansed. As you go, you are going to be cleansed. As you go, you are going to be delivered. As you go, you are going to be lifted. As you go, blessings are going to overflow in your, in your space. If you believe me what I'm saying, shout amen. As they went, they were cleansed, they were healed, they were made whole. Shalom came into their lives as they went, as they obeyed the instruction of faith. Don't wait for everything to be perfect before you start to move. That's not how faith functions. I'm very analytical myself. I like to plan and strategize. And often, husband men can be like that in their home, where you are looking at all the things that you have before you agree that let's take this step or take that step. But he that walked by faith doesn't necessarily wait for all of his ducks to be lined up together. Ah, if I can see one duck, that's all right. I'm going to step out. In Is anybody hearing me what I'm saying? Ah, Elijah was praying for the resumption of rain. He sent his servant one time to see whether clouds had gathered. Nothing happened. Two times, nothing happened. Three times, nothing happened. Six times, nothing happened. The seventh time he sent his servant, his servant looked up into the sky and saw a cloud. I don't know what type of cloud he saw that he said it was in the shape of a fist. It was a small cloud. Uh, uh, maybe he no longer wanted to tell Elijah that I ain't really seen nothing up there. He said, well, at least I see something. He went back to Elijah and said, I see a cloud. It's just the size of a man's fist up in the sky. And Elijah said, that's all I needed to hear. Uh, this, that small sign is sign enough. Run down and tell Ahab that I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Can I tell somebody this Sunday morning that I also hear the sound of an abundance of rain. All I needed was a small sign. I've seen that small sign and if you will obey God in faith, you are going to see God do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ask, think, or imagine in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that word, come and shout, Amen! Hallelujah. As they went, they were cleansed. Hallelujah. 
as you go, it's going to be happening. Things are going to be changing. Things are going to be shifting. Things that stuck to you will start to drop off you as you go, as you obey, as you act in faith, as you go. The lines will fall upon you in pleasant places and all things will work together for your good as you obey, as you go. Hallelujah. But then the scripture tells us that one of those leprous guys, as he was going, like the other nine, realized that, whoo, I'm healed. I'm cleansed. Wow, I've been delivered. And he could have joined the other nine and simply danced off into the sunset and live happily ever after. But the guy realized that this didn't just happen. Somebody was responsible. Somebody triggered this happening in my life. He turned around and ran back to where Jesus was and fell on his knee and said, I just came back to say thank you. I just came back to say thank you. You know what? In this year, we need to be like that one leper where we just come back to say thank you. I know you might not have everything you want to have, but God has kept you. Hey, Yakaliaba. Oh, God has kept you. In this challenging year, uh, in this year of a thousand by your side, 10,000 by your right hand, yet it has not come near you, you need to just come back and say thank you. I know you didn't get everything you wanted to get. But my goodness, the only reason you didn't lose every single thing that you have is because of the mercy of God. I just came back to say thank you. That I woke up this morning is enough reason to say thank you. That I could make my way to church. That I could tune in online on Facebook or YouTube. I just came back to say thank you. That I've still got breath trapped up in my nostrils. I just came back to say thank you. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. If you've still got breath trapped up in your nostrils this Sunday morning, come on, give him the praise. I just came back to say thank you. House on the Rock, London, we need to give God thanks. As I was thinking and meditating and looking back over the year. Now, you must realize that forward-oriented people like myself, we're always looking at the next thing. In fact, I'm often reprimanded by my wife that you never take a moment to even uh, serenade or, or relax in any victory. It's almost as if immediately that is done, you've gone on to the next thing. You're planning the next thing. You're planning the You never stop to say, wow, let me just enjoy this success for a few moments. Uh, now, forward-oriented people tend to be like that. It's always about tomorrow. It's always about the next um, thing. Uh, but every once in a while, God will tell you that, slow down, look back. And see what the Lord has done. I was young and now I'm old, not that old. <laughs> I have never seen the righteous 
forsaken. Hallelujah. I see how God has protected and preserved us through this most challenging of times. You know what? All of us should have a graduate degree on crisis management. Every single one of us going through this kind of crisis, losing all your lust and you didn't lose your mind, you need to have a graduate degree, a master's degree. Some of us, PhD in crisis management. Hallelujah. Leading a church like this in times like this is not a job anybody wants. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo, hallelujah. Challenging. My wife was giving the testimony how God had already been preparing us, giving instructions that didn't make sense at the time of the instruction, but only made sense in, with hindsight that, oh, so that's why you told us to do that. I, I've, I've, I've looked at how over the months, we have for many months skated on thin ice and not once did the ice crack. <laughs> hey. We were walking on water. Some people don't understand what I'm talking about. Some people understand what I'm talking about. You know, sometimes an organization like this a church like this, you would assume that we have many layers of redundancy. So if one layer fails, the other layer will, will kick in. And that's the right way to plan things, and that's the way we try to plan things. But sometimes you just don't have those extra layers. Sometimes all you have is that singular layer that you have. And some of the essential teams that had to keep the service running literally there was nobody else. So if something happened to the first line, that was it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I mean, we, did, we took every precaution we knew to, to, to take to, to protect ourselves. Uh, and we, we had our various bubbles, the technical bubble, the choir bubble, the media team bubble. Yet, the way the teams were, all it took was for one person to test positive and the whole team would have to, particularly in the days when isolation was far more mandatory than now, the whole team would have to close down. And the way the church was structured, if one team closed down, if the media team closed down, then what, what are we going to do? If the choir closed down, what are we going to do? If the technical team closed down, what are we going to do? But somehow. Oh, my goodness. In fact, this God was so good in very ridiculous fashion that not once, not twice, not three times, somebody in a team would, for some other reason, not be able to come to service on a particular Sunday. And the following week would test positive for COVID and have to isolate. Now, initially, that seemed like not, not a big deal. But then all of a sudden, when we look back at it, that if this guy had come to service the, the week before he or she tested positive, that meant that everybody in that team would also have had to 
isolate, it would have triggered what we had talked about, about the whole thing now has to close down. But God said no. Can I announce to somebody that God is saying no? That thing that the enemy wanted to do in your life, God is saying no. That trouble that he wanted to end you, God is saying no. Mercy said no. And even when, you know, I, I think it was last week or maybe some other Sundays, I said that, look, uh, God does his things in so many different ways. Sometimes he's going to de deliver you from, sometimes he's going to deliver you through. We give God the praise that even those that have tested positive in this house, the Lord has kept them. They've gone through and come out the other end. And so shall the testimony remain in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise. We give him all the glory. So we've come back to say thank you. Thank you. Life didn't stop. Thank you. People got married. Thank you. People had babies. Thank you. People got new houses. Thank you. People got new cars. Thank you. People had all sorts of del deliverances. Thank you. I just came back to say thank you. But the sweetness of the story doesn't end there. The scripture says that when these this leper came back and said thank you. Jesus was amazed that he didn't have a sense of entitlement. Being a foreigner, maybe the other nine lepers thought they deserved their miracle, so they didn't really need to come and say thank you. But maybe because this guy was a Samaritan, alien to the commonwealth of Israel, he realized and did not have any sense of entitlement. I have to say thank you. Maybe that instigated his thanksgiving. Maybe. Jesus says to him, guess what? Your faith. Whew. So faith gets expressed in thanksgiving. Often the highest expression of faith is in your praise, is in your thanksgiving. <laughs> so sometimes I'm thanking God for what has not appeared yet. And everybody thinks I'm crazy. But I know what I'm doing. Because God hears me thanking him for the new house. Thanking him for the new car. Thanking him for the finances that I need. And But God looks down from heaven and says, boy, he don't have it yet. Why is he thanking me? I can't make him a liar. So he sends angel Gabriel and Michael to hurry the thing that I'm thanking him for into my space. Is there anybody ready to give God the thanks uh, this Sunday morning? <laughs> Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. We easily overlook it and walk away and think that that's the end of the story until you understand what leprosy does. What leprosy does, that leprosy eats up the nerves and as a result of the eating up of the nerves, you potentially start to lose digits, particularly back in the day, because the person will get injured and not know because he has no pain. Sometimes pain is a gift because it tells you that something is wrong. But now, with no feeling of pain, 
lose digits, lose toes, lose the big toe, lose the fingers. And so you see, sometimes when you see someone that has been ravaged by leprosy, they have all sorts of um, amputations, auto-amputations in their body. So we don't know what state these 10 lepers were, but we can assume that some of them had already lost some digits, had lost some things. Has anybody lost some things this year? In the course of life, in the course of going, uh, some relationship hits you so bad and it causes you to, to lose your belief in, in goodness. If somebody could be this nasty, I now don't even really believe that people can be good. You've lost some things, lost hope, lost joy in the process. They had lost things. Now, the scripture says as they went, they were healed, they were cleansed. So in other words, the disease left their bodies. They were now totally clean, or they were not whole. In other words, whatever they had lost prior to their healing, they had still lost. If they had lost their toe, their thumb, their finger, whatever it was, the disease was no longer progressing, but what they had lost was lost. But they were thankful for that. But they didn't come back to say thank you to Jesus. But this guy that came to say thank you to Jesus, Jesus says, your faith has not made you healed. He was already healed. Your faith has made you whole. What does whole mean? Whole means nothing missing, nothing broken. I don't know whether you can understand the miracle that I see taking place here. What I'm seeing taking place is that everything he had lost, if he had lost a thumb, he had, he had lost toes, if he had lost fingers, I immediately Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Everything that he had lost came back to wholeness. Can I prophesy to somebody that as you give God the thanks, as you give God the praise, even the things that you had lost through the process, God is going to restore in the name of Jesus I see restoration coming all over this land the joy that you lost is coming back the belief that you lost is coming back the strength that you lost is coming back if you believe me what I'm saying shout amen I just came back to say thank you hallelujah Father, we give you the praise, we give you the honor, we give you the glory. There's no God like unto you. Is there anybody ready to give God thanks under the sound of my voice? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Let's take a few moments to give him thanks right now. Let's take a few moments to give him thanks right now. Let's take a few moments to give him thanks right now. Pastor Remy, I think I might need you back up here. Let's just, let's just give him thanks. Father, we give you thanks. Two minutes, two minutes. Father, thank you. I just came back to say thank you. I just came back to say thank you. Radabadabos. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks. We give you thanks, oh God. We give you thanks, oh God. We give you thanks. Your praise is the bridge from where you are to where you want to be. 
You've been focusing on the gap between where you are and where you want to be instead of looking at the gap between where you used to be and where God has brought you. And when you become thankful for how far God has brought you, it becomes the bridge between your present and your future. Give him thanks. We give you thanks. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ His Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ is accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is your moment, this is your time, this is your opportunity to come into the commonwealth 
of the new creation. For Jesus has reconciled the world back unto God. All you need to do is accept him. If you're ready to accept him this morning, please repeat these words of prayer after me. Lord Jesus, today I repent of my sin. I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and my Savior. I accept this supreme gift of salvation. By faith, right now, I am a new creation in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer, you are indeed accepted in the beloved. You are now my brother, you are my sister in the faith. I want to help you to grow in the faith, so please directly message us, get in touch with us on any of our platforms, and let's help you to grow from being a child of God to becoming a son of God. In times like this, it is imperative, it is essential that you are planted in the house of the Lord so that you will flourish in the courts. You really need to be planted. There are a lot of things that we need the support of brethren to be able to achieve. We can't do it on our own. And we want to be there for you too. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Somebody go ahead and give God the thanks in this house. Give him the praise. Woo! Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We hope you've enjoyed this uplifting sermon from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. We hope you've been informed and inspired. Join us for services every Wednesday and Sunday. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at HOTR London. Also, live stream our services on YouTube at HOTR London. For more information, visit our website on hotr.org.uk.